something that we talk about a lot in yeah. our life um and that is feminism yeah it's such a light topic it's such just Stop. like casual conversation you know really really engages the whole family even your conservative family i mean it truly does I mean. <laughs> um yeah i feel like there's a lot that we can we're gonna get into with this yeah. um but I think just to start off, I think it's good to kind of give a broad definition of what feminism is. Do you want, like, the definition of feminism from that one Beyonce song where it's like, feminism, uh, economic equality, no, political, economic, and something, equality of the sexes. Uh, I great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I really met, remembered that well. Good job, me. I'll, but I mean... I'm looking it up. I mean, that's what it is. I feel like a lot of people think that feminism is, you know, angry women wanting to take all the men's jobs. They took our job. Yeah, no, that's not what we are. That's not at all what it is. And part of feminism is, like, you know, getting rid of that toxic masculinity. And that's where then, you know, what men grow up to be and all that stuff. And just teaching our men to be good people and teaching our women to be good people and teaching our people to be good people. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, I got the quote. Um, so this wasn't a Beyonce song, so it's, we teach girls to shrink themselves, to make themselves smaller. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much ambition. You should aim to be successful, but not too successful. Otherwise, you will threaten the man. Because I am female, I am expected to aspire to marriage. I am expected to make my life choices, always keeping in mind that marriage is the most important. Now, marriage can be a source of joy and love and mutual support, but why don't we teach to aspire to marriage and and we don't teach the boys the same. We raise girls to see each other as competitors, not for jobs or for accomplishments, which I think can be a good thing, but for the attention of men. We teach girls that they cannot be sexual beings in the way that boys are. Feminists, the person who believes in the social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. That is what I was trying to get What is that from? At. Is that from a Beyonce song? It's from a Beyonce song, but um, the person who said it is, uh, oh, I'm gonna, I'm sorry if I butchered this poor woman's name. Chima, uh, Chimamanda Ngozi um, Adichie. Hmm. I've heard that before. I think it was. I think it was in a commercial. Um, oh my god! Because like when you started saying it, I was like, I know this quote, but like, I don't think I ever realized it was a quote. I generally just thought it was like a company just trying to sell stuff, or I don't know. Feminist, a person who believes in the political, economic, it, it, uh, social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. Buy our product. We believe in women. Buy our product. But I mean, that's been kind of a, which in some ways it's a good part of what's happened in this feminist Me Too movement in general. But, you know, we've we've started, you know, making things normal, like periods. Yes, thank God. Like women's sexuality, like you said, like. Oh, we could, we could do a whole podcast just on like women's sexuality and just like, because, um. 
men can make songs about, like, wanting to, like, have sex with, like, so many girls and be like, yeah, I do that, what's good? And then Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion make one very explicit song called what? Borrowing from Ben Shapiro, wet ass P word, and just, and then everyone goes insane. Is like hide the chill. Think of the children. This is not appropriate for our children. Meanwhile, it's like, oh, uh, we were singing like when we were younger. It's like, baby girl, what's your name? Let me talk to you. Let me buy you a drink. You were singing that I when you were younger. Yes, I was. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, like, but like, I, I was trying to think of a better example. But like, you know what I mean? Like very yeah. like. Sexually explicit. I mean, like, uh, Down or, uh, what, what's the other song? Baby, uh, how you did that one? Down, down, yeah. down, well, down, I was, I was thinking of, uh, the, um, oh my gosh, the fur boots, uh, Apple Bob Jean Jean boots with the fur, with the fur, got the whole club was looking at her. Hey! She hit and the that's floor. absolutely sexualizing a woman. I know. She hit the floor. Next thing you know, Shoddy got low, 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 low. I don't think she's getting low to pick up something from the floor and, like, pick up her phone. No, she, um, she getting low to, um, to have a good time. She's a having good a good time. time. She's getting that serotonin boost, and honestly... <laughs> but, like, that's so messed up. It the is, The fact yeah. that, like, women, like, I honestly... I would love to do a whole thing of just like researching how many songs are actually women, you know, just being sexual beings oh, yeah. as as we are. Um, but yeah, that's a whole topic that we could go on a uh, different uh, episode. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Like for part two. Oh, uh, wait, no, it's YouTube. No! <laughs> I'm sorry. But like, also, I like how with feminism now, at least, it's like intersectional feminism. Where it's like it's not just like white women, like oh, yeah. like you and me, just being like we want equality, and then when like uh, women of color, are like but we want it too. We're not just like except for you, you don't get it, but like we want it. Yeah, like, we that I feel like that's a very important part about feminism that a lot of people don't talk about, and they you know say that they're feminists, but they seem to not talk about exactly that. yeah and i don't want to i've gotten really into not being a gatekeeper in any capacity like no one should have to you know have a certain amount of whatever they need to to Femin- be a yeah, feminist you don't have to like feminist gym badges like pokemon you need like certain feminist gym badges and like defeat the final boss and then you can become a true feminist well i mean that's a, that's a very prevalent thing in like the eco-culture and um the climate change Mm. activism like there's so many people that i know that you have to do so many things you have to compost you have to Mm. you know you reach out to your senators you have to do so much stuff you have to be vegan you have to do all this stuff before you can even say that you're a climate change activist or that you're working towards that and that's something that's very prevalent in feminist culture as well yeah like we're kind of (laughs) lucky because we run this feminist club yeah so like you know they're never no one's never gonna be like you're not a feminist enough be like, oh, be like oh bet we run a club we're board members for a club called berkeley woman in action you want to you want to try us one more time honestly if we weren't feminists why would we be here yeah yeah, yeah. explain that mary yeah and what we work towards i mean the fact that we've worked to you know get berkeley to be more um equal in who they were letting into Berkeley as well as looking at the different departments and seeing how they can you know raise women up in the ranks as chairs and also like that like Berkeley has definitely grown in the amounts of equality they still need to work but yeah they do but we're getting somewhere which is good yeah but 
like, it's just so concerning to me that that's a thing, that we have a gatekeeping whole thing, that somebody has to do so many things before they can even say yeah. they're feminist or working towards feminism, which is absolutely messed up. If somebody wants to be better and somebody wants to work towards feminism, whether they're a man, whether they are non-gender specific, like, that's the other thing, is that yeah. men cannot be feminist? No. No, they can't. They, they can 100% be. Oh, no, 100%. No, it'd be amazing if if men were feminists because literally it's just the main, the actual topic of feminism in general is literally, like, if you break it down to its core and, like, get rid of all, like, the excess, it's literally just the equality, the social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. It's not saying that we want to be higher up than men or we want to just be, we're really trying to get away from being lower than men. We want to just That's kind of where we are now. (laughs) Yeah, the patriarchy and all. So, like, we want to be on that equal playing field. And if, if a man is like, yeah, that's fair, I want that too, because it's equality and not, like, domination, then yeah. I, that would be amazing. And I know, well, we know one, like, a, like, a guy. That's I know, like, a couple. Yeah, like, then there's me, like, I know a guy. Uh, <laughs> I know one guy. Um, but, like, or maybe two. I don't know. Um, but, like, yeah, who are, like, feminists, and it's amazing, and they, like, do a lot, and, like, um, like, speak up for, like, women's issues, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And the, the biggest thing, though, with, you know, men becoming feminists is... Mm-hmm not taking the space from the women who are actually speaking mm, up. And true. as yep. white women, not taking the space from women in color. Yes, exa- exactly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people don't get that. And that's not saying that we can't all work together. I think we all should work together. That's making sure that we leave space for other people. Yeah. I, the best um, like visual I ever got of this was, um, oh, what's her name? Oh, I know her well. Oh, <laughs> I talked to you about her when I was working at the um, Edward M. Kennedy Institute. Ah, uh, was it your... Chisholm. Uh, Ch- uh, what's her first name? Uh, Chisholm, 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 Chisholm. Uh, Shirley? No, Shir- Shirley? Shir- no. Uh, Shirley and Chisholm? No, that's no. not it. So we're going to take a quick Google break. Shirley? Um, that doesn't sound right. Shirley... Yep, Chisholm. Is it Shirley Chisholm? Shirley okay, Chisholm. Why did that feel weird? But she it's, had this um, whole thing that she was like, if they don't give you a chair at the table, bring a folding chair. Mm. And I talked to you about this. Yes, then, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, is it, um, she, uh, I can't turn my laptop around without messing up everything. But, like, I think this is the person you're talking about. <laughs> well, yeah, I just told you what I, oh, yeah. That was the whole point of what yeah, I was saying. I'm sorry, I thought <laughs> I wanted to confirm if this was the person you were thinking about, but I, okay, you know what? Shirley Chisholm folding. Yeah, it's her. Okay, cool. I, I know my reference. I just could not think of her name. I was That's like, fair. Chisholm? Chis- What's her first name? Chisholm. 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 I mean, she's a very influential person. She and is. incredible. So she, yeah. She, if you have never heard of her, look her up. Um, she worked within the political sector, and she brought up this whole idea of if you if there's not a chair at the table for you, bring a folding chair. And yeah. that's meaning that you're creating space for that person. Um, I feel like now we need to work towards having a chair open for the for people. Yeah, so they don't have to bring a folding chair. Exactly. But, you know, she got that conversation started. She was like, you're not, you know, keeping me out of this room because 
of who I am because of my race, because of my background or anything like that. Exactly, yeah. I'm getting my way now. And now we need to focus on making sure that we leave that space open. Exactly, 100%. And that was also very prevalent when, like, the Black Lives Matter movement was happening more, like, in June, which was, like, leaving space for, like, um, people of color to, like, voice their anger and voice their, like, frustration to, like, the the institutional racism that that has been going on and just kind of like boiled up into what was happening like in june and like leaving like and being allies you want to help as much as you can and help with the cause but you also want to leave space and room for like the people who it is actually affecting mm-hmm. <laughs> this is also coming from a white woman who has not experienced racism once because i am white but like leaving that space open for like um people of people of color and using like your white privilege it, like for for good is like one of like the p- most prevalent things that was happening like during the black lives matter movement yeah absolutely yeah such light conversation we're having today at the double a team such light such, such nice. easy breezy topics you know what i mean absolutely it's so yeah. good i love it so much well no i do love it because it's like it's very important to talk about this and like just bring it on to like th- like this platform that we have it's also just it's a lot <laughs> it is i feel like the other thing that kind of pulls people away from feminism is the fact that we're such an educated group our, educa- <laughs> our education too much for them where it's like oh we got we got educated no it's not that it's like i've i've had conversations with some people that didn't go to college or like they they got their high school diploma went into the workforce and they mm-hmm. feel like the feminist movement first of all isn't helping them in some ways because and i i don't know if you've ever experienced this but whenever they go in for an interview or whenever they go in for a job and like with the me too movement or anything like that it makes the men insecure oh to my have a woman in power. Oh, cry me a river, Bob. Exactly. Cry me a river. Exactly. Women are being sexually ass- or harassed at work, and you you think you're insecure because there's women in the workplace. Cry me a river. Exactly. I swear. Ah. But like, because of that, so many women that are just going straight into the workforce are like, oh no no no, I'm not. That's not me. I'm not a feminist. But yeah, like I'm, I'm not. not in the mood I'm not that kind wanna, of girl. Because they want to, you know, live. They want to yeah. make money to, you know, feed themselves and shelter themselves. Family. Yeah, they're like, I'm not like those type of girls. Like yeah. it's just like, <laughs> which I mean, I feel like everyone should be a feminist, and yeah. I I truly don't understand why we don't all become feminists because. I think we all want, I think the men want to stop having this toxic masculinity ideal. Yes. They want to be able to feel feelings and like... Let's talk about toxic masculinity. Let's talk about that. I didn't think it was such a radical idea for men to experience emotions. Like, I didn't think that was such like a whole radical topic. And then toxic masculinity, I'm like, are you kidding me? That's how we live. So we're not robots. That's like... Feel, in conclusion, if you want to cry, cry. If you feel happy, feel happy. Feel your damn emotions, or I swear to God, I'm coming after you. Feel your emotions. Thank you. Yeah. I, it's, it's so hard, and I, I, obviously I am allowed to feel my emotions, but I feel like I kind of grew up with some of that. Not, not for my parents. My parents are great, but just in this whole, you know, military growing up yeah. situation um i'm obviously not gonna cry whenever something happens because like time and place autumn time and place that's true um, yeah. <laughs> that too but 
I feel like because of that, I kind of understand parts of toxic masculinity. Obviously not to the level of men, though. Because, you know, they're raised, a lot of them especially, are raised to be, you know, strong men that um, play baseball, go into sports, um, to, to drink a, a hard, a nice Coca-Cola. I was trying to get to it. Like, <laughs> drinking the Coca-Cola, taking Becky out to the prom. Like that's the other thing is that we they from you know the beginning of it, this of, whole of gender yeah. dynamic. The men always have to ask now the women. I know. And I feel so bad for them sometimes. However, as we've said before in this podcast, if you're just nice to a woman and then you're like, hey, do you want to go on a date? Most likely they will say yes. 95% of the time they will be like, yes, please, 100. Thank you. I've been waiting. Yes. But also, women, if you want to shoot your shot, shoot your shot. We are in a feminist society. You should shoot your shot as well. Exactly. Because I have done that, even though it's scary as hell, it's great. I, um, you get you, you get the closure that you need, and you're not just kind of standing there like, does he like me? Does he like? Does, what's gonna happen? You sh- you take life by the horns. I was gonna say another body part, but yeah, horns. Take life by the horns and ask someone out. Shoot your shot. Absolutely. <laughs> I love where this is going with Oh, I feel like we're just kind of, we're, I mean, it's all within feminism. It is true, yeah. Like, I feel like, like, I'm going to, I feel like I keep saying I feel like, but. I feel like. That's how I feel. You're feeling your emotions. (laughs) Yes, you're doing it, Anna. You're feeling your emotions. You're not a part of toxic masculinity. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. But at least, like, what we said at the beginning of this episode, so many people think feminism is just, I hate men. I want their jobs. It's like, yeah, it's like the angry kind of like blue-haired girl kind of being I must like, not shave. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, don't call me out like that. I haven't... No, 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 but like, it's the option. It's the option that we're... That, I mean, as a part of feminism is, you know, accepting body hair. I know, but also, like, is... I've, I've been busy. I haven't had the time to shave, so I've just been like, am, am I being lazy or am I making a feminist statement? You'll never know. I haven't left the house in a little bit. You'll never know. Like, you'll never know. It's fine. It's winter's coming up, baby. So guess what? Not shave. You do what you gotta do. Why would you shave when no one's gonna see it anyways? Yeah. I mean, I shave because I don't like how it feels. That too, yeah. But like, I'm I'm just making work excuse. I'm gonna shave at some point. (laughs) You do what you wanna do, honestly. Honestly, that's the whole point of feminism is you do what you wanna do. Yeah, exactly. I will say, I think the most controversial part in the entire feminist movement which men do not have a say in this that's my point period oh i love where this is, is going when you say men don't have a place it's the in abortion issue oh 100 percent and birth like, control yeah because like talk to me when you have a uterus and like you produce babies that's when you can talk to me about like abortion mm-hmm. and like birth control is when you can physically push out a baby from whatever bodily function that would be in a man like that's when you get the the right to talk about like abortion and birth control not not when you have not it's awful seeing like when making laws about like birth control and abortion when it's all just there shouldn't be laws about abortion or birth control i don't understand when was it allowed to put into a law what women can do with their own freaking body if i wanted to go jump off of a street and you know 
slowly just lay shoot, there shoot and just the hope that I don't die. I can allow to do that. And a man can do that as well. Exactly. Exactly. I not okay. There has never been a single law about the men's genitalia. Exactly. There hasn't been anything banning Viagra or anything like that. Exactly. If anything, also, where's like, that men's birth control, by the way? Where is the <laughs> man's birth control? Yeah, I would love the man's birth control. If he can control, like, some type of, like, I don't know. Just turning off the sperm. That's it. Say <laughs> <laughs> that. I'm just imagining like sperm. It's like a, it's like a light switch. You turn it on. You turn it off. There's a there. Like if you is. look into men's birth control and what's being um, brought from you know science, there's a whole idea of this where like. Are you serious? There's a pill that men would take that that was what would happen. I'm now also. Thinking, it would kill all the sperm before it you, went anywhere. You know, like the book Good Night Moon. I'm now just thinking Good Night Sperm. <laughs> I also, it kills me because men are so concerned about, is it infertility? Yeah, it's infertility. If if they, you know, losing that, but birth control can mess with a woman's infertility bad. Mm. Among other things. Among, among brain, brain, boobs. um, Oh my gosh. Hormones. And yet we feel like it's okay to go into the political sphere and be like so this is allowed this is it we're not going to cover birth control anymore and i'm like but then you're also not going to do you're not going to allow abortions so so where's the logic what what uh-huh so what nah so yeah like where wh- huh where do where do you draw the line because if you want less teen pregnancies open an abortion clinic? Well, no, 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 no. I won't say open. I don't think that should be the exact. Okay, yeah. That I'm saying that birth question. control should be yeah. the first act I, of I that. Like, that. And then, like, I think I think scenario. abortion should definitely be a last resort, but should, yeah, it should so be an option. That's what I meant. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, not, not, <laughs> it's like yeah, that. Open an abortion. I'm sorry. My brain literally was like, oh, because we were just talking about abortion clinics, so my brain made play the connection game it was just like oh yeah so if a te- if like a teenager gets pregnant open an abortion clinic. no <laughs> i'm sorry that just made it sound so bad <laughs> it's like no birth control no nothing going straight to planned parenthood oh, let's God. go but planned parenthood also which i know this is going to be a bit controversial but they do a lot of other things other they than do. abortions i feel like a lot of people don't realize that oh, you 100%. can get free std testing Mm -hmm. you can get free clinic help like if you just like have if if you one of my friends went so she english so the nearest clinic to her she was in a lot of pain um her appendix had burst oh she didn't know that at the time but she was like okay i need to she was in a lot of pain but she didn't want to go to the emergency room because it she's like me She's she's stubborn, uh, <laughs> but she just went into a clinic because she because it's free and yeah. she could get che- checked out. And so she walked in there. I think they had like a five minute wait, which wasn't much. However, they saw she was in writhing in pain, so they might have like sped it up. Yeah, they um, like maybe we should take her in like now. And then they took her back and realized that her appendix was either bursting or had burst. Yeah. And they were like, okay, let's call the emergency room and take her to the hospital. Yeah, maybe we should, like, do something. But yeah. if she hadn't been... I mean, going to an emergency room, you got a way longer wait, first yeah, of all. Yeah, exactly. And, like, second of all, like, could have been a kidney stone, and, like, that's something that she possibly could have just dealt with by herself and mm-hmm. not having to deal with insurance in that time. So, I mean, there's lots of pros to it. Yeah. I feel like 
a lot of I know I know what the controversial part of it is is like whether you know a fetus in the womb is a baby and whether that's allowed to be killed. I actually read an entire book about this, y'all. It was called Oh, she read a book about No, this. it's literally Socrates. Like a Socrates. You read idea. Socrates? Let me finish, girl. I'm sorry. I was just <laughs> I got excited. You said you read Socrates. It's called the Unaborted Socrates and it's taking the philosophical views of Socrates and putting that towards abortion. Oh. And really the entire book is him going is the baby in the womb a baby? Literally the entire time. I was so angry at that book. I threw it in the wall so many times. Oh I had to God. read it for school. It was, I just, whoo! I was like, no! I still have it in my house, and every, time, every single time I look at it, I'm like, I learned a lot from you, but I hate you. You're like, I learned, but at what cost? But like, at what cost? It just made you think so much about it. So I, I understand where people come from, and I understand, you know, what the whole controversy of it all is. And I'm, you know, I'm the kind of person that's pro-choice, but I don't know if I would have an abortion if it came down to it. Like, yeah. that's just up to me. And, it, like, that's the point, is it's up to me. Yeah, exactly. And, like, same here. Like, it, uh, that would only be, like, I'm not going to be, like, get pregnant, get an abortion. Like, it's going to be, like... However! How, because... <laughs> I know. Like, it, that would be, like, a last resort type yeah. of thing, too. Like, yeah, if, yeah. if all else fails. And, like, I would like to have that choice. Mm-hmm. And, like, having, like, that have that be a say in what I do with my body mm-hmm. instead of having some man who's never had a baby before tell me what to do with my body because... Um, it's just the audacity, honestly. It's the audacity for me. It makes me so angry. But uh, yeah, we've we covered a lot of ground today. We did. We truly did. This has been. If um, you want us to talk more about feminism, because there's a lot we didn't talk about. There's so much we could go on like a full hour talk about this and. Let us know. Shoot us a DM on Instagram. Just yeah. slide in our DMs, you know? Yeah. yeah, and if you want to learn more about this and you're really curious about feminism in general, also shoot us a DM, and I'd be happy to give you some books to read, give you some documentaries to watch, give you just some shows to watch, because yes. there's so many shows out there. I've been wanting to watch Miss America so bad, but it's on Hulu, and I don't have Hulu, so... Is it? So here we are. But, yeah, yeah this has been super, like... Super philosophical, yes. but also we, just... We talked about Socrates. Of course it's got philosophical. I'm going to have you read that book, and you're going to oh, be like, no. I hate my and life. And I'm going to like throw it out the window and be like, I'm never reading this again. Was, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of The Double A Team! Bye! Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Double A Team. If you want to follow me and Autumn and all of our happenings with the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at the Double A Team Podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Bye! <laughs>